On the show today, we're speaking about dress code, professionalism, setbacks, and staying connected. Welcome to the sixth episode of the Ask DK show. I'm Dylan Kolstadt. So I've arrived in Germany. I'm here on holiday with my family, but there's no rest for the wicked and I've got to be uh, always logging in, checking my emails and replying to some work and, you know, staying connected. It's not easy being an entrepreneur. You always need to be connected with the business, um, but it's absolutely fine. And so here I am recording this episode of the Ask DK show. So today we're talking about a whole bunch of different questions that you've sent me. So thank you so much for all the, the input and um, I'm going to try and get to everybody's questions as much as I can. So yeah, two weeks ago I was in London, um, you know, aggressively trying to expand uh, the, the shift one business because I do believe that it's important that we diversify where our income comes from and not just have all our eggs in one basket. So that's why I'm starting to expand to different countries, English starting with English speaking markets. Um, I'd like to try German speaking markets, but I do think that the language is going to be a bit of a barrier um, for me eventually in the long term. Um, so that's why I'm focusing on English speaking markets first. Okay, so one of the questions that came in via Instagram was, how did I learn to embrace failure? So I think failure is, um, it's really sad when it's happening to you, but afterwards when you sit and dissect what you've just gone through, you realize all the lessons that you've learned and that actually it was a really tough teacher. And, um, you know, I've, I've met some really horrible people in my life. I've met some really amazing people in my life. And both of them have taught me things. And, and I really have come to the space where I've realized that um, bad people teach you a lot. Uh, and, and, and they're sent across your path to be your teacher. I've never, encountered, I've never been sent a lesson that I haven't learned something from. Um, in every situation, I've learned something. So the thing is, if you have experience of failure, you, you, like they say in Silicon Valley, you just have to fail fast. Fail as fast as you can. And once you've failed, um, dust yourself off and sit down and journal. Go away. You know, take a sabbatical. Go to, go to, um, go to Timbuktu. Go to, go to Tahiti. Go to... Uh, go to Mongolia for a month and just sit and process what happened and what went wrong and make sure that you don't repeat those mistakes. So I think for me, it's really important that you know why you failed. Um, so there's no, nothing, there's no shame in failing. I, th I think failure used to be a point of shame, but you know, so many people fail now. And I mean, if you look at, at um, how many successful entrepreneurs out there now have got you know, failures behind their belts and are proud about it, I think it's a culture that needs to change in, in many countries still you know, where failure is, is looked at uh, negatively. So don't look at it negatively at all. Just dust yourself off, pick yourself up. And if you can afford to get back into the game, get back into the game. I know um, many entrepreneurs who lost all their money like three four times once you know how to make money and you know how the game works there's nothing stopping you from getting back in there again as quickly as possible okay so then the next question is about dress code do you do I think my dress code at meetings affects my professionalism so I always dress nicely as much as I can to meetings I don't overdress and I don't underdress um, that's just the way that I roll so I like to wear jeans and then a nice top and a nice jacket or something and um, but I mean, I've been to meetings with other people where they, you know, they wear shorts and that I think it depends on the, the industry that they're in and it depends on how comfortable they are with what they do. So depending on who you are and what you, what industry you're in, you can, depends on how you're going to dress. But I like to dress like my clients. So if I see my, my clients are really dressed up and they're wearing suits and that I'll, I'll bring my A game. And if my clients are very relaxed, then I'll 
you know, dress down as well. Um, but the main thing is it's about how it makes you feel, how it makes your clients feel when they meet you. So um, it's got to match your industry. So if you're a graphic designer, I'm sure you can get away with being more casual. If you're in the film industry, you can be really casual. But if you're in the professional services industry, then you need to make sure that your dress attire is appropriate. That's, that's kind of how I see it. Okay, question number three. Tell me about your recent setbacks and how you've recovered. I realized that I had lost focus. That's why I keep banging on in my posts and Instagram posts about focus. I had lost focus. I was trying too many things and I was busy putting too many irons in the fire. And um, so what I've basically done is I've culled some of that focus. I've also reshuffled the team a little bit. And I've got, you know, subject matter experts and specialists focusing on what they're doing. And I'm going to be focusing on sales. So when I get back from this holiday, my priority is to just bring the sales. We've got an amazing company. Chiffon is an incredible company, unbelievable team, brilliant subject matter experts, fabulous what they do. Our clients love us. So the only thing that's broken with this little company at this point in time is, is the sales engine, which is, a, for me, an easy problem to fix. All I need to do is get off my butt and make sure I'm out there and, and pounding the streets and, and, and selling as hard as I can just to bring in the bacon. So... Um, that's how I'm focusing on the setback is to realize, um, okay, what have I done wrong? I've lost focus. Um, I've left a couple of problems too long in, uh, you know, sometimes you ignore a problem and then you just hope that it kind of resolves itself. And then after a while you realize that actually no, no problem that resolves itself by itself. You have to address that problem and, and aggressively resolve it. So my big focus when I get back is sales. So those are the kind of setbacks that, that I've been hit with. Um, other setbacks have been like losing a big client or having to fire a big client. We've had to fire a really nice client. I mean, a lovely person. I really loved working with him. I enjoyed his work, but he was just too draining on my team and my team was burning out. And um, we don't mind clients that are demanding. We don't mind clients that are, um, you know, everybody is precious about their money and wants, wants really good results. But I couldn't work with somebody who was sucking the life out of my team. Without a team, I don't have a business. So um, I take a pretty strong stance in that we only work with clients that are what I call on brand. So if a client's not on brand, we, we don't work with them. So basically that was, that was pretty hectic and I just had to make the call, decide what was best for my team. And at the end of the day, made a call, we got rid of that client. So those are the kind of setbacks. We then faced you know, a couple of months of having to tighten our, our belts because, um, because that client was really good income for us. We've, you know, we've had to fire a few clients in our lifetime since we've been going. But that's, that's, we, we won't compromise on, on working with people that are good for our team and good for the business. Okay, so how do you stay connected to key influencers who aren't always available? All right, so this is something that I'm quite... Um, passionate about because I think that it's really important that you don't hound clients. So you've got key influences, you've got people who uh, you want to be known by and you want to build a relationship with them but they're not available and, and you know if you send them 400 emails they're definitely not going to be available. So it's for me it's kind of um, it's, it's, it's an investment from your side. You basically need to make yourself known to them um, digitally in a non-invasive way. So the first thing is you need to follow all of their social media channels, both as a brand and as a private individual. Then you need to start commenting on their posts and you need to start liking all their posts and sharing their posts. And then you can start direct messaging them once you've already established yourself as somebody um, that uh, follows them. And then you can actually start reaching out to them for coffee or to say, listen, I've got something of value. Now that I know more about what you do um, and I understand your business and your needs a bit better, I think I can um, add some value in, in what you're doing, um, but the first point of call for me is to start, uh, start building a, a digital relationship with them before you, before you, um, before you, don't just hound them, 
don't just hound them there's no there's no there's no value in that nobody likes that the other thing you can do is sign them up to your mailing list send them a an email saying listen I hope you don't mind I've signed you up to my emailing list you can opt in opt out here um, and then hopefully your mailers are like really helpful useful informative and interesting and that way they will start to stay abreast of what you're up to as a business and then um, potentially see oh this is the guy or the girl that keeps following me uh, that you know that likes my work and that's that's reaching out to me on social media and that's a real brand ambassador for me let me meet them for a coffee so I think that's a really good way to stay connected di using digital media um, because people aren't available and they definitely aren't looking out for your business you're the only one looking out for your business nobody's looking out for your business but you okay so that's it for episode six from a sunny um, bird filled butterfly filled tree filled Germany and um, I hope you gain some value from this talk and that you have a really good week this week and that you get out there and you pound the streets remember if you're sitting in your seat you're not making sales so get out get out there get me meeting some people be energized and um, be excited about what you do remember if you're excited about what you do it's not selling then you're literally just telling people about what you do and you're so excited because you're doing this amazing work and you don't have to sell, then it just comes naturally. So if you've got any other questions, you're welcome to tweet me, hashtag AskDK on Twitter, on Instagram, or any of my other channels. And, um, and I'll definitely feature your question on the show. I hope you have a fantastic week. Remember to subscribe to the channel for more exciting content. Keep well. See you. Tschüss. Auf Wiedersehen. Have a great week.